for those at home, Kevin's uh, we're in a new location has a Brooklyn uh, plant paper wallpaper. I believe is the brand that does this. Yeah, um, they got, we got we got Biggie, we got Hasid's, we got um, some old school New York. Uh, it's very Brooklyn. Yeah, a little boombox action, some pigeons, person on a bike. Got the fucking Coney Island. It, the brand is called Flavor Paper. Let's put some respect on their name. Flavor Paper? Flavor Paper is the uh, wallpaper company that does this design. And I feel like it's been incredibly ripped off by a lot of different people. But it, it is it is a quintessential Brooklyn wallpaper. If you yeah. have a Brooklyn establishment in your Brooklyn bathroom or your Brooklyn do you know where room. Do you know we're in Brooklyn, Alex? We're in Brooklyn, New wow. York. We're in Brooklyn, uh, for those baby. Home, shout out to Brooklyn. No sleep. No sleep. Start the Three, two, one. Kevin. What's up, Alex? You see, I forgot to how to do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, it has been a while since we podcasted, and so I forgot how to open the show. I know. Um, what the hell? I got a message, Kevin, on the last podcast we did. We talked about maybe removing the Kevin from the start of the show. Yeah. Or you brought that up as yeah. something that you were interested in us uh, removing or changing. Yeah. I got messages from the fans. Absolutely no way. Huh. They okay. said they will stop listening to the program <laughs> if we do not start the show with Kevin. Damn. So uh, good thought. Denied. Jeez. All right. All right, fans. Yeah. Um, I will also. Uh, we need to probably start by apologizing to the fans. Yeah. Uh, we're sorry um we've been busy uh as a design studio uh we had an offsite last week where mm-hmm. we went upstate and we were swimming we were drinking we were cooking having a good we time were dancing we were jacuzziing um and unfortunately all those activities take uh, precedent over the podcast yeah i i you know i don't even know why i'm apologizing i think everyone understands that yeah i'd like to apologize to absolutely fucking no one i saw that one coming from a mile away um but yeah uh, uh that's just the fact working at center is is the best you know that's just what what it's like and so sorry we're being so dope and uh, you know we um we were hanging out um in enjoying our lives yeah we were poolside we, sh- we could have done a poolside pod but <laughs> yeah uh, poolside, you know, it wasn't the vibe a poolside pod would have been fun but uh you know what's more fun not doing anything yeah cool. i didn't want to get the equipment what so. yeah it's you bring up a good point also we have a very important top secret uh client that has been working out of our office we can't talk about very important very prestigious very top secret and so alex is chomping at the bit to talk about it though. obviously i want to tell everyone about it but um uh that has made also podcasting a little bit more challenging so yeah. combination of those two things we are a little delayed uh this podcast i believe is going to come out whenever it's ready Probably Thursday afternoon, hopefully. Whoa, that'd be pretty impressive, Kevin, from an editing standpoint. Oh, wait, what? It, 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 is, thir- is, Thursday. it is Thursday. Yeah, so, listen, don't put that kind of pressure on yourself. It's going to come no, out whenever it'll be, it's ready. It'll, it'll be fun. That's why I said I it's going it. to come out whenever it's ready. That's it. That's nah, just how the show be, works around here. It'll be immediately. Um, but we understand. I told, I told Rudy Thursday afternoon, so Good, I got yeah. to stick to that. Tell our boss it will be ready by Thursday. Um, yeah, no, I mean, honestly, like doing this week, doing this podcast every week is great fun for us and it's something that we do um for the love of the game um and something that we do for um for the people so sometimes and we understand that podcasts are one of the key parts of having a podcast is consistency yeah so you got to come out every week same time people know same place and 
Um, we let you down this week, so we apologize, but we're doing the best we can. And this week's show has jam-packed with stuff to talk about, which is a yeah, big part of that. Maybe almost too much stuff. I would say arguably way too much stuff. Uh, before we get into the show, one quick thing. Um, the the program is brought to you by The Dial Line. Uh, the Dial Line is the best place for packaging news, sustainability news, packaging, everything, award shows, conferences. The best people in the world make thedialline.com, so you should support them, and you should support us by supporting them and supporting us. Support us, supporting them, supporting us, supporting them. A hundred percent. And support, support yourself. <laughs> Got it. Um, one other thing on the offside, Kevin, we had Grey Poupon ice cream, the Grey Poupon salted pretzel ice cream. Yeah, we did. Um, you want to lead this one off? What did you think, Alex? So here, my initial take was that it didn't taste enough like mustard. Because I think if you're going to have a mustard ice cream and Grey Poupon is a distinct flavor... I didn't get it instantly. As I started to dig down deeper into the pint. Yeah, I think they had like mustard swirls or something, right? Yeah. But it still was very, it was it was faint. I had the same take. I really didn't care for it that much. Yeah. Um, I thought it could have been a little more mustardy. Honestly, I think I was, <laughs> oh, that fucking dog. That's the dog that bit me. <laughs> Fuck that dog. That dog bit me. Um, you hear in the background. <laughs> Just, just facts. You probably don't even hear the dog, but we yeah, hear the yeah, dog. we hear the dog. Um, but yeah, the great great coupon kind of mids. Not gonna lie, it wasn't very good. No, I wish it was better. Um, yeah, maybe I would try some other things. But mm. we were right by a Walmart Super Center, and mm. uh, I saw yeah. the opportunity, and I took it. No, it was very fun to try, and I got a lot of uh, feedback on my Instagram where I posted it. Everyone was like, "What was it taste like? What it taste like?" And I was like, "It tasted good to me. It just you know, it just tasted kind of like." vanilla ice cream yeah i didn't even think it tasted good uh, i think i said uh give it a score i i probably three three out of ten three out of ten yeah. oof. i yeah. think i said it's giving me poop vibes whoa yeah. that's a totally different uh, yeah. flavor probably yeah. than what they're looking for I, I give it a six i think that was just like it it it, it, it was i didn't want to buy it again for sure uh also salted pretzels are a real tough thing to do in ice cream they were incredibly soggy yeah, yeah. so like I've had salted pretzels in ice cream where it tastes really good before. Yeah, and I um, it's probably got to be fresh, yeah. Fresh, obviously, but I'm I'm thinking even in pints I've had like um, whether it's it's probably Ben and Jerry's or some other ice cream brand. Um, it it didn't hit like that. That flavor profile wasn't totally there, and so I guess they're like obviously for more people, like the more mass market, they're the, tasting like intense. Grape upon mustard probably is going to turn off a lot of people, but if you're going to turn weird, it up a little bit, yeah, turn that turn the dial a little bit. Up. Maybe it doesn't need to be ten. Maybe it could be like a six and a half, or a, <laughs> you know, it was it was the the amount of mustard flavor in the ice cream was like a three. Yeah, it was almost like an uncanny valley of like this tastes kind of like mustard, but not really. So you're not it doesn't really taste like anything. And then yes, yeah, yeah. If you took like a vanilla ice cream and just poured like. A, a dollop of uh, grape upon mustard on top, and just kind of swirled it all together. M- might, be might better. Might be more mustard taste than this. Ice you could probably yeah. Just just hack this one. Do, just yeah. hack it yourself. Make get your own pretzels. Yeah. Get your own grape upon. Mix yeah. it up. Yeah, that would be probably better. Um, but fun to try, and I thought it was good, but not great. Yeah. Here's a just one other pre-show topic that yeah. I want to hit. Uh, got did, a lot of time. Did you see there. the Did you see the protesters at the uh, NYC NFT? Uh, I haven't, but I have now because you put it in the doc. And uh, is that real? Uh, it's hard to say. It seems like it could be an inside job. Um, I'm not totally sure, but I mean, fuck NFTs. Um, yeah. Shout out, uh, shout out my boy Ian. He was doing some work for, for Ape Fest. What <laughs> is actually, that? Uh, it's after. just like Board Ape Yacht Club. Like oh, their really? section of it. Yeah. Ape Fest? Ape Fest. Oh, Ape Fest. Yeah, they had a... Uh, they had like 
fucking Lil Baby and Hyam and mm. I think fucking Jay-Z was on and Eminem. I don't know. They for had a, what? Like just a, for the Bored Ape Yacht Club losers. But what were they doing? So to, I don't Performing. Really, performing yeah, like, yeah. as part of like uh, the festival? Yeah, they're on like one of those piers and I think Hudson. On the Hudson? Yeah. Whatever. Chelsea Piers? Yeah. Maybe. Got I don't it. know. Um, this but, all sounds awful. Yeah. I like, mean, it was mid, but honestly, um, as, as you know, as a program, we, uh, we stand against NFTs. Um, I think more of this stuff, the more that like, it's like New York city NFT week. Yeah. Like shut it down. Shut Just stop it. Just stop the whole thing. Never in Brooklyn. Never. Never in God. Brooklyn. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's funny cause like I have a lot of friends and people that I know and like, people that I respect are, you know, engaging and taking part in this. And it's just, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very confused by the whole thing. Um, obviously the, the protesting of it is funny. Yeah, it is funny. I, I want, you know, like, to me, I, I wish I had a sign that said like, uh, you know, God hates NFTs. That feels, that feels pretty good. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I that would, was the, that was the best sign yeah, yeah. of them, of yeah. the bunch. But <laughs> I don't know, regardless of it being an inside job or not, it was, it made me chuckle. I yeah. Good, I had a good laugh about it. Yeah. It's funny. Like in, in today's world, I'm like, is this parody is, you know, is this a real protest? I guess it's like, you know, it's tough to tell. I do know there was like a slight, some slight concern about people being angry that it's just been tanking and like people being angry at like Coinbase. And like, Got it. Yeah. So there was, a, there was some slight concern around that and, uh, yeah. but it seems like everything's going. Well. I've been so busy and I have like, I'm so out of the loop on almost everything going on in the world, but I do know that crypto and NFTs have been tanking over the last couple of months and maybe a little bit better this week, but like generally going down. So it feels like a weird time to celebrate NFTs, yeah. but I guess to the moon, baby, right? I guess they're not going <laughs> away. So I guess, um, you know, better, you know, better stand on one side or the other. Yeah. I double for me. Double down. Let's go. I guess we're doubling let's, down let's, on, let's take these board apes to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the board API club, uh, the racist NFT uh, collection of JPEGs that cost a million. They're dollars. more than JPEGs, Alex. Moving on, Kevin. Uh, the first story of the day, um, I don't think it has an article. It's just something that I found or something I saw on Twitter. And I've, as, as, as a uh, man who once worked for Coca-Cola, Kevin, you know that? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, were, I used to work for Coca-Cola. Didn't you used to work for Glasso as well? Um, Glasso, yeah. Um, that's how I got to Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola wow. acquired Glasso uh, for those that haven't heard the podcast before or ever met me. Um, <laughs> Uh, they have a new smart water, the brand that I spent a number of my years, uh, thinking about caring about and designing for has a new brand ambassador. Her name is Zendaya. Wow. And, uh, I saw this on my Twitter feed or just a picture of her with a bottle of smart water. Did you see any of the ads? I haven't seen a single ad. Uh, basically it's like, uh, the one I saw, she was doing like ASMR, Ooh. Bit, which is kind of tasteful and it was a little funny cause they had like the, they had mm. the boom mic coming into the shot. Great. So it was a little tongue in cheek. Cool. Yeah. I got to see it. Um, again, I've been so far out of the loop, pulling, swimming, you know, yeah. working. Um, but I mean, as far as spokespeople in today's world, I couldn't think of anyone I'd rather have more than Zendaya. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's pretty interesting that she would attach herself to smart water. Um, sure. Just like bottled Plastic. water in general. Yeah. In general. But, you know, I guess good for her. Get that bag, Zendaya. You deserve it. Well, you know, that's the Coke, Coca-Cola difference right there. Yeah. It's the, the open happiness. And yeah. happiness is a big L. Yeah. Actually, their plastic actually doesn't really pollute. Well, some of it is closed loop. Some of it's plant plastic. <laughs> if we're going to be, uh, which you know, <laughs> not to get Andrew Gibbs on the on, on the line to determine whether plant plastic is uh, bullshit or has any uh, uh, positive impacts on the what environment. Do you mean? They dug it out of the ground. Yeah, it's made from plants. Um, and if it's not fully made from plants, it's like better plastic. But again, I'm not. I'm not. 
Better plastic. What an oxymoron. I'm not the person to, uh, to, to talk about the plastic in Smart Water. I'm here to talk about Zendaya. Zendaya is a superstar. She's probably the most uh, important young actress of our time or this moment with, between Euphoria and just all the other things that she does. Spider-Man, she's, she's mass, she's cool. She yes, yeah, she is mass she, and cool. She's amazing, and she, um, you know, I think she's the first formidable person to hold smart water since Jennifer Aston. Yeah, good for her. And uh, Pete Davidson, I don't know if he's still in the mix here on this brand, but, like, <laughs> I don't know. If you have Pete Davidson and Zendaya, like, that's a pretty good one to uh, endorse her. I know. Situation. Yeah. Pete's too busy uh, with hanging Cam. out with Kanye's kids. <laughs> He got them tattooed on his body. Yeah, what, what a freak. What is going on here? I <laughs> uh, watched, he had a Netflix special. Um, it was like. Uh, oh yeah. From uh, Netflix is a joke. Like that festival. Yes. And yeah. it was like Pete Davidson and friends. And um, I watched it. He did like a tight five. Yeah. And just introduced a bunch of other comics of his like tight five of his, like his bits. Like four of them were about how famous and dope he is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. I was hanging out with Chris Rock courtside at the Knicks game. <laughs> and it was just like, we get it, dude. Like, you're very famous. Yeah, good, good for you. Your life is dope. Yeah, good, good for you, Pete. And I like Pete Davidson. I'm a yeah. fan, and like, I just, I just was like, <clears throat> it was felt like it was servicing his ego, maybe a little bit more than it was funny, right. which know, is the tough. That's tough, how it goes. It's a tough sell. Start, but start dating Kim Kardashian, your head, <laughs> head can't even fit through fucking doors anymore. Yeah, he's dating the most famous person on planet Earth. So, yeah. Yeah, um, good for him, but good for Smartwater. Um, the rebrand happened uh, a couple months ago. A lot of people have brought that to my attention. Yeah, that, what b- I that think. bottle looks like shit. I don't think it looks great. I don't think it looks terrible. It's it's it is what it is. Um, but uh, seeing Zendaya hold it makes me feel a lot better. About it's it. extra smart, extra smart. Shout out to all the people that that work at Smartwater and uh, made this possible because it's very dope. And I don't know any of those people. Sure. So yeah, but good for them. them. Big news from the Dylan Dylan store of the day. Um, Photoshop is now going to be free. That's lit. So uh, Adobe, uh, the uh, <clears throat> the overlords and makers of the Creative Suite that we uh, use as designers and creators and makers, um, has decided to sort of have a freemium model, which will allow people to sort of um, use a sort of, I guess, express version of Photoshop and essentially um, lure people in and give them just enough tools so oh, yeah. that they can learn how to design or Photoshop, retouch, uh, make things, and then uh, eventually kind of uh, get them to the uh, pro model, I guess. Yeah, I was I was here for this, and I guess I still am. And then yep. you kind of said that, and then I was like, huh, I wonder what tools are going to be behind the paywall. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, obviously, like Canvas come in and it's been sort of a, a formidable foe for like people that – like there's always been a group of people – that like wanted to make things on their computer, but Photoshop was just a little bit too advanced for them. Yeah. And totally understandable. It's, it's, you know, I, I've been working on Photoshop for 15 years and like, there's still tons of shit on there that I have no idea how to use. Um, and sometimes I see someone that's like a pro Photoshopper and you're like, well, like we use the program very differently. Yeah. You know, I have a pretty good understanding of it, but like, if you just want to use the very, very basic things, like some people are intimidated by it. And so Canva seems to be a way for people to make things for Instagram posts and for brands to make um, content really easily. And so Photoshop has to compete with them. And so I guess this feels like, I assume Canva's free. I don't know that to be true. It's probably like not super expensive. I think, I think there is a little bit of a paywall there. Okay. Or maybe there's like a freemium version yeah, of Canva yeah. and then you have to sort of uh, pay for it. So maybe they're just kind of going that way. 
Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, more access, um, getting more people to access Photoshop, you sure. know, opening doors. This is all good stuff. Yeah. And I think it's good. And I think generally like Adobe knows what they're doing. And so, um, they're they're This is only going to help them, I think in the, in the long run. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, as a studio, just a little bit of like transparency. It's like we pay a fuck ton of money every month for a fucking creative suite for yeah. everyone. I mean, that shit's not for us. The fr- the free version of no, I know, version. I know, I know. I read this. I was like, whoa, maybe this will help us. And obviously, it's, it, this has nothing. Absolutely to do with not. Us. This is like <laughs> when we have like twelve uh, creative suites for every program. You're like, whoa, like it's not it's not that crazy, but like obviously, but it it you know the it's not cheap. Runs suite. the tab up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is a uh, it's a uh, it's 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 a pretty penny. Uh, speaking of pennies, next story uh, is uh, also from the dial line. It's called Twink Coin. Um, it's from the makers of Twinkies. And so, uh, Kevin, what do you think of Twinkies? Uh, I mean, they're fine. I, I'll, I'll enjoy one every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Strong take alert. Trash. Oh. Tra- makes, absolutely they, trash. Why are they trash? Just like too sweet and like the artificial like pastry cake thing for me. Just like. Hmm. I I am not a fan. Okay. Just 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 I'm never going to a Twinkie. I probably about, have had What about a fried Twinkie? That I would that I maybe would try but I'd probably go like fried Oreo or fried like yeah, something for sure, else. For sure. before. Fried Oreos are goaded. I would say maybe I've had 5 Twinkies in my entire life. Huh. Yeah. I'm just not not here for a Twinkie. Oh, interesting. But they are a notorious iconic snack and so uh they have done something interesting here where they've put um they're they're getting into the crypto game. But like with a tongue-in-cheek way, so they have what is called Twink Coin, and so I guess it's like a coin-shaped Twinkie that has like a little dollar sign on it, and so there, it's kind of a Twink Coin, and sort of looks like the Twinkie logo design, and the box says Twink Coin on the front, and sort of, um, I guess this is a limited edition thing that you can also get at Walmart, and um, yeah, shout out to Walmart, they're doing all these limited edition deals. <laughs> shout out Walmart, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> sponsor the pod. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, because it does appear that like a lot of these things, limited edition um, snacks and, and and things are are, are exclusives yeah. to Walmart. I don't know why that is. But they want to get on the hype train. Yeah. So what do you think of this guy? I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem very innovative. Is there an actual NFT aspect to this? No. I, I, didn't, I didn't see it. I, I thought it's just a uh, you know, 10 pack for four bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's funny. They just you know, made a circle, which is probably the easiest thing to do. <laughs> they probably already had. This. No, they they literally. It's like a, I think it looks like the bottom of a um, of a Hostess cupcake. Yeah, it's just vanilla and doesn't have a icing top. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty jaded to this. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think it has anything to do? You know, do you think the launch month has anything to do? You know, coinciding Pride Month and Twink Coin and. Are there dots to be connected there? I think I will say that's one of the first things I thought about. Obviously, when you see the word twink large on a package, Mm -hmm. you're just like, I don't know if that's communicating exactly what (laughs) you want it to communicate. Um, Part of me, this looks like a meme. Yeah. Like, I know we've talked about the memification of packaging, but like this one looks like a like a meme like that. um, What's the guy's name? Adam, the creator would make and and is is real let's be honest this is a two-tiered meme oh this is you got the crypto yep and, and then you roll yeah and you got pride month so you know shout out to them they know what they're doing they're, they're this circulated a little bit and so. i think that's why for me it's successful because it's like someone looked at this and like oh my god the internet is gonna fucking yeah it's <laughs> fucking this is gonna spread quickly and easily i kind of hate that shit 
to be honest. <laughs> but at least it's like again, they're like it's it, to me it feels very intentional. They're like this is this is a joke, but also it's gonna. It, I don't know. It works. It works for that reason because I think again, just being weird and controversial and buzzy is like that's the name of the game now. So it's like why do Grey Poupon ice cream is like does that but this at like a seven mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> this does that at a 10 and you're just like cool yeah good for them good for them i would I'll, if it finds me i'll i'll uh enjoy it yeah i just personally i'm gonna go on record and say twinkies are trash oh. that's just me that's yeah. just me personally like the sponge cake feels just like so artificial and then the creamy filling is like a just sugary and not in like a great way i'm not a big cake person yeah. generally yeah. i guess i can go out on record there and say i'm not huge into cake Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this I mean, that's really not for me. I mean, kind of an American staple. Oh yeah. But I mean, that shit is just doused in like chemicals <laughs> and, and fake oil. Fake and, and, you know, and yeah. No, it's awful for you. So, um, on a little bit of a s- tangent, Hostess also released something called the Boost Jumbo Donut, which is a functional donut. Kevin, tell me about this. I, uh, basically, I about it's it. a donut. It comes in two flavors, and mm. it's got the same amount of caffeine as a cup of coffee. Whoa! So it's got caffeine in it. Yeah. So functional donuts. Um, you know, we're 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 past functional beverages and into functional foods, which I think we've all seen this coming. I gotta say, sorry, go keep going. Go. No, you're, I was. I'm, I'm here for it. Done. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah, I think you're right. This is the next wave. It's functional foods. Yeah. Well, all foods are functional. Let's start there. Yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody at all. Caffeine-laced donuts. Well, I think, think about it, right? If you go to your average bodega, you see a million functional beverages, right? And it's been happening for 20 years. Just like vitamins and CBDs and adaptogens and nootropics, everything in drink form. It was only a matter of time before we started to put this into the things we eat. Yeah, I agree, but also like there's much bigger issues that we need to address than fucking caffeinated donuts, right? Like what we, what could, issues are you thinking? I mean, just literally you could pick any. You could hmm. you could throw the planet, yeah. gun control, those type of things. Yeah, I mean just literally yeah, but hostess isn't worried about those things. Hostess no, is looking I, for the next big thing innovation wise. I, I think, know. I mean there's there's let's let's get this straight. Hostess will never have a next big thing. They're done. <laughs> Woof. Shots fire. No, I mean people are like totally over like that fake, that fake ass bullshit. processed cake. One of the best parts about eating a donut is having it with coffee and you're doubling up, right? So is that good? Do you want that? <sighs> Maybe. Yes. I think that was one of my things was like, well, if you have caffeine in your donut, then you shouldn't have it with your coffee, which is great. But I do think there are moments where I was actually having this thought today, actually. I was like, I need caffeine, but I don't really want to have <laughs> coffee. I swear <laughs> in my life. I was like, I don't really want coffee right now, but I need the caffeine to... To, to, to give me the boost. So shout out to Hostess. Just get, go get, a, go get yourself an iced Americano. It's a small drink. You just chug it. Yeah. That's what, that's what I got this morning. But like, did me well. I like this idea that like I can have a donut and also get you could, some you could, you could have a C4. You could, you could have a... Oh, I'm drinking C4 every day. You could have a matcha. I don't know. You could have a green tea. I don't know if the listeners at home know this, but I'm drinking C4 daily and you should be too. I know. Sponsor the pod. Sponsor C4 Energy. Yeah, if you see my hand shaking, it's uh, <laughs> you know I got the tingles. <laughs> yeah, um, don't come knocking when you see my hand shaking. Yeah, um, cool. Speaking of uh, breakthroughs in the uh, the food and beverage industry, Whipnotic is here. Yeah, Whipnotic.com. Reimagining the classic whipped cream experience by adding a colorful swirl of flavor to each that can trigger taste buds into a sensory overload. So, Kevin, are you trying to tell me that this is just a better designed whipped cream with flavor? Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Wow. 
Yeah, what do you think of the name? Great name. Yeah, great name. Absolutely fantastic. Hypnotic. Whew. That's one you didn't think was going to get their trademark. I know. Wow. Yeah. It's a, a, what a, how good. What a, what a treat that is. Shout out to the uh, person who uh, named that one. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, I love whipped cream. Yeah. Um, you know, shout out Keto Gang. Diet <laughs> kind of sucks, but, you know, whipped cream is one of those fucking foods you can just, you know, eat for hours or whatever, but, um, <laughs> eat for hours. <laughs> Kevin, I mean, this whipped is, cream for hours. I mean, it's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm here for it. I like the branding, I, you know. Yeah. Obviously, I think it is what it is. They maybe could have done some other steps, but yes, you know, for what it is, yeah, I'm here for it, and yeah. you know, I would love to try this. Yeah, a uh, bunch of thoughts here. The world does not need this one. Obviously, that we we can all agree that <laughs> two name is a home run smash. Whip not a great name. Three, I think the design is good, but not great. Like it's good enough to do the yeah. job of like feeling like a modern brand, but like. I'm on their website right now, and there's some cool stuff that they got going on, and the packaging just is like a little, yeah. the, little Pinteresty. The square lockup's a little tough. Yeah, they they there's some things that I don't love, but again, they got like half of it right. Um, I'm reading the story. It's two sisters, um, Tracy the creator and Lori the savvy seller, invented solutions to small business problems. As adults, they linked up with close friend and co-founder Alyssa. They call themselves. The Whipped Queens. Oh, wow. The Whipped Fucking Queens. Fucking amazing. They, uh, they're, they're they've good. got some really good copy on the website as well. <laughs> good puns. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, so my so those are some of my thoughts on the design, some of my thoughts on the name. I will say I am married to a woman who loves whipped cream. And anytime we ever get ice cream, say we go to the bodega. A whipped queen. Get, she's a whipped queen. She's my whipped queen. <laughs> um, when we go to the bodega. And, and you're, like, the, you're the whipped king. Thank you, Kevin. Um. Yeah, when we go to the bodega and grab, uh, you know, Ben Jerry's mm-hmm. or uh, sort of Hagen Dazs or something, she's always immediately going to the freezer looking for the looking for whipped cream. Oh, and I, yeah. I personally don't go to whipped cream. I just I don't need it. But she loves it, and I think um, for those whipped queens and kings out there that <laughs> love it, I think this is a cool thought. And I think flavored whipped cream. I've seen I've seen a couple uh, from what's the main brand? Ready Ready Whip. Yeah, I think so. They they've dabbled. They did have some. Yeah, I yeah, that. yeah. They, I, if I'm, if I'm, I don't remember them being good. I think I've tried one, and it yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, call me old fashioned, but I'm I'm a little bit here for just mm. traditional cream flavored whipped cream. Yeah, I love cream. So everyone You're a cream knows boy. I, I'm a cream boy. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but they, I mean, different strokes, different folks. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, the one I was thinking of was actually almond milk cream which is from ready, ready whip which is the sort of most famous brand but again like why not go after ready whip you know like yeah fuck them fuck them like go for it and it looks like they're selling in like hamptons stores and just this is again this is good enough to work i think from an idea from a name from a design perspective I, i'm not rushing to the store i gotta get my hands on it but uh kudos to them yeah i mean if it fell in our lap if it's at the bodega i'll probably try it what are the flavors alex uh please hold kevin um they're saying it's better for you too which is uh you know probably just marginally but uh what flavors we got here we got the peach mango we got the strawberry we got it's loading very slowly are you uh, are you on the dock? I was on the website. Sorry, we got it's on, it's on the dock. I got it. We got strawberry swirl. We got fudge brownie. We got vanilla salted caramel and peach mango. And they are all natural, keto friendly, gluten free, and real cream. Real cream, baby. Let's go. Yeah, no, that fake cream. Get it out of here. Um, I, honestly, here for it. 
Go yeah. for them. Same. Go for it. Go, go, go. I think the yes, design. Yes, queens. Yes, queens. Go, go, go. Um, cool. Moving on, Kevin. Fr- this is this is this is a crazy story. A lot of people sent this to me. Yeah. This is a podcast fodder 101 right here. French's the uh, famous brand that makes uh, tomato ketchup and more famously mustard in my mind. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So they have a new flavored popsicle for the summer. The story comes from clubhouse.ca. So I guess this is a Canadian thing. So Mm -hmm. it's a ketchup flavored popsicle made in collaboration with Happy Pops, which is a Canadian business specializing in all naturalized pops made from real fruit and sweetened with organic cane sugar. What do we think? Uh, I would try it for sure. Yeah. I feel like a lot of our show is like, that's cool. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah rivet- riveting material. Riveting yeah, content. Yeah, yeah. Killing it, Kevin. What's that expression? Like, you could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Isn't, I have you ever no heard idea what you're saying, Kevin. I mean, that's what that's what you are. You know, sales. That's what you talk about. Good sales. Oh, it's the ice to a whale like Jay-Z? Yeah, yeah. Is that what he's saying? Same vein, yeah. How many lyrics can we get wrong? Probably all of them. He says water to a whale. Sorry, not ice to a whale. He says ice in the winter. I could sell fire in hell. I'm a hustler, baby. I sell water to a whale. There you go. So Same to, vein. Shout out to Jay. Um, yeah, I think to me, again, let's start by saying the world doesn't need this. Um, we should preface the show with the world doesn't need any yeah. of these things. I think it's weird that it's not mustard because I think French's tomato ketchup, I guess maybe that's a good thing for them. It's like, I didn't know that French has made ketchup. But well, maybe- everyone knows that Canadian ketchup is better. Is it? Yeah. They Why? Use, they use the uh, cane sugar. They're not using that high fructose corn syrup bullshit. Yeah, but that's that's what makes ketchup great. Though. No, dude. You, you need to have Canadian ketchup. It's it's game, it's a game changer. Wow. But um, I mean, honestly, I could see this working. Like you get a little sweet, you get the sweet tomato and- could be a nice, refreshing treat for the summer. I like it. You know, I think it could be cool. I mean, tomato. I've been, I've been eating some popsicles yeah. this summer. I, I, I've been uh, dabbling. Yeah, you know, it's popsicle kind of, summer. Yeah, you know what? It's a nice treat after dinner that doesn't make you feel like total shit. You know. Yeah. Um, I've been eating Chloe's. So shout out free ad for Chloe's. Um, they have this like coconut popsicle that has like it's dipped in chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I've been really enjoying that. Jackie has been enjoying the mango ones. Uh, and the lime ones. So, yeah, it's like nice. It's like a hundred, you know, something calories. It's not too bad. Um, and a uh, nice little snack. And when you're not going for the ice cream and the the um, you know, the whipped cream and the sprinkles and the peanut butter and the fudge, you know, that that's like a special occasion type of thing. Yeah, I mean, especially in the summertime. Pop schools are uh, pop schools are good. Not not my favorite, but you know, I'll enjoy one every now and then. Yeah. But you can catch me this summer with some fucking ketchup popsicles. And did yeah. you see on the website yes. they provided a recipe, which I think is dope. Yeah, yeah. It says make your own Frenchicle, uh perfectly savory, like a classic Caesar. I don't know whether <laughs> yeah, Caesar salad with a hint of salty sweetness. This homemade popsicle recipe has a flavor of French's tomato ketchup. I have had French's tomato ketchup, and I will say that shit is trash as well. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, maybe that's, use Heinz. Yeah, no, get yeah Heinz is is the only ketchup that matters. So um, yeah, I think it's cool that they give a recipe. Also, they're donate. There's a donation part to this. They'll donate two meals to Food Banks Canada to address food insecurity in Canada. I guess that's for every uh, popsicle or Frenchicle given away. So I think this is just for the press of it, but I think it yeah, could hard, be good. Hard to hate on this. Yeah, I mean, again, like making a popsicle out of non-traditional fruit or vegetables or sweets or things is like that's not really that novel. 
I think I, I will say as as the stakes get elevated in the bizarre innovation food and beverage game, this starts to feel like it falls a little flat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just like even Grey Poupon ice cream, cool. Like it did it didn't doesn't really move the needle. Yeah. Anymore. Where maybe a couple years ago you could do that and everyone would be freaking out. I think we I think we just see so much shit. So where like uh you know, a <laughs> yeah. regular regular old Joe Schmo, you know, in Canada sees a fucking ketchup popsicle and loses his mind. We're just uh we're just jaded. Shots fired at Canada. Um Canada banned single use plastic. Did you know that? Yeah, that's fucking dope. That's fucking incredible. Good that should them. that should have left led the show, but we're not that type of show. <laughs> Shout out to Thailand. Um no, they they announced on June twentieth that is uh yeah, they're they're gonna ban the manufacturing of it. Like to be honest, that's how you fucking change it. Yeah, like you, you know go. we talked about Andrew about like recycling, like the responsibility of the average human to mm-hmm. sort of like um recycle their plastics and separate their garbage and to do that. It's like that's not gonna change anything. Absolutely. Really. Not. What's gonna change it is banning the manufacturing of it in your country. Oh yeah. So well shout out to Trudeau. If uh, the U.S. bans single-use plastic, I don't know if smart water would be around. I'd hate to see it, but, uh, you know, sometimes you got to say goodbye, you know. Sometimes if you love something, you got to let it go. There you go. If it's bad wow. for the world. Uh, another story on the catch-up front, Kevin. Um, we talked about this, like, last year. So yeah. um, shout-out to us for having a podcast so long that stories come back. Um, there was a conversation between Heinz and Wonder Bread. They were trying to broker a pack because – and I like this story. I thought this yeah. was funny – that um, hot dogs traditionally comes in packs of 10 and buns come in packs of eight. Mm-hmm. And so there was a mismatch where you get a couple extra dogs. And personally, I like those extra dogs. You know, you just put them on the grill and you eat them while yeah. you're cooking or something. It's, there's not it's, Having a dog without a bun is totally acceptable. Yeah, there was a link. I'll link the article, but there's an article that said one of the one of the myths behind it is that it's uh it's the grill dogs. Yeah, you get two grill dogs. Grilled. You, get, you can lose you can lose one to two to the flames, or you can burn the shit out of them, or you could eat them, or you know. I love that. Yeah, you eat one and you burn one. Yeah, I think that's great. But so, um, craft and uh, um, there was a there was a petition that had over like uh, thirty three thousand signatures that they wanted to sort of come to some sort of pact. Debatable whether that uh, petition was uh, started by these companies. I don't know. I'm calling well, bullshit think on that. It was, but I think Heinz had started it last year. Yeah, like they weren't working with anyone. Mm-hmm. I think they just thrown the mm-hmm. thrown the idea out in the universe and then started a change.org petition. Got um, it. And then this year they brought in Wonder Bread. Got it. And Wonder Bread and Oscar Mayer. Got it. Got it. Okay. Which, to be honest, as far as hot dogs goes, that's a fucking winning pair. That's 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 power right there. <laughs> That's the that's the, that's the, the Trinity. That's the royal family. Yeah, the shitty. You got the shitty Wonder Bread. You got yeah. the shitty Oscar Mayer Wieners, and then the classic Heinz. Oh yeah, the that classic is, Heinz. You're right. That's the uh, Mount Rushmore of a uh, barbecue. I mean, what else do you need? Uh, Palafrida Burger, if you ask me. But that's that's the fancy Brooklyn guy in me. <laughs> Shout out to Brooklyn. You see it <laughs> on the wallpaper. You know, uh, hot take: Pat Lafrida Burgers, kind of kind of mid. Wow. I'm a, Whoa. I'm a little, I'm a little bit of a burger snob. So. Wow, Kevin, you just fucking big dogs, fucking. Hey, big Pat, dog. Pat Lafrida, get at me. I can, wow. I can help you. Improve. Shots fired at Pat himself. Come to the fuck. Come on the pod and defend your fucking yeah. burgers. I will say they become a little bit um, uh, oversaturated. Mm-hmm. I think you know everywhere you go, there's a Pat Lafrida burger at every restaurant. You get Pat Lafrida burgers at every you know on Fresh Direct. And so I, are those burgers? You know, um, you know, is the quality that good if you're making that many just just throwing out there yeah, but go, so go to your local butcher shop 
they're definitely better burgers. But um, I will say, yeah, I guess so. So who started this? Heinz started. Heinz started it last year, and, and then, now they have partners. Yeah, now they they've brought Got some it. people in, Got brought it. them to the table, Got it. shaking hands, to broker kissing a deal. babies, yeah, to broker a deal, shaking hands, kissing wieners. Ah, beautiful, Kevin. I have a quote here um, from a uh, CMO. Thank sorry. God. Thank God. Nina Patel, uh, she's the head of North American Brand Communications at the Kraft Heinz Company. Quote, Heinz has brought hot dogs and buns together for more than a century. So we felt like it was our duty as the world's most iconic ketchup to rally our passionate fans and champion change for the age-old issue of unequal buns and wiener packs. Today marks a monumental day for hot dog fans, and we're thrilled to announce that Heinz has done it. We brokered a partnership with Wonder to finally create buns in packs of 10s. This is just the start, all caps. Let's make hot dog packs even all over the world. Let's go. So um, I love that. You know, the passion, the uh, fanfare of, 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 of accomplishing a, a landmark deal like this. And then, you know, not just to do such a deal, but to inspire the nation, to inspire the yeah. world even, that every, you know, every brand uh, should come out with be, packs. Be the change. Yeah, be the change you want to see in the world. Um, so the 10 pack wonder buns are going to be available in select stores in Ontario on June 23rd. Shout Too many to Canada. Yeah. They're getting all the ketchup fucking yeah. collabs. They get the ketchup popsicles. They got band of uh, single use plastic and they got the fucking 10 packs of hot dog buns. Jesus, man, we got to move for us. Uncultured folks down yeah. in the U S <laughs> we're just going to have to keep eating those two dogs. <laughs> Yeah, we um those two dogs, Kevin. Yeah, one for the one for, one for the grill, one 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 to burn and one to 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 the chef. Yeah. So that's the program today, Kevin. I think we got through everything in in record time. I think it's good to be back on the mic. It's good to be um here in Brooklyn. Uh, do you yeah, guys know that we Brooklyn, do this Brooklyn podcast baby. live from Brooklyn? Um, what did you say the name of this? Flavor paper. How can you be flavor paper when your wallpaper doesn't have any taste? <laughs> that's the program ladies and gentlemen we'll see you next week thank you uh we love you and uh like and subscribe and tell your friends yeah 2735 never saving when i'm champion like a mutant but stay dripping we raising floors to the ceiling all this crypto like i'm cripping free 5979 homie locked down in that prison and if you with that bullshit 33 on me like i'm pippin boy i came about to struggle Lions, tigers in the jungle. Get the bag, never fumble. Shot Snoop, that's my uncle. Hard glasses, but I'm cold hearted. Hate these kids like postpartum. Sending shells like I'm go karted. My chicken whip both foreign. Every day like a Friday with my prime mates. Global warming boss too hot for the climate. When they fearful, I'm the greediest. 80, 50 for the sleepiest. My chick is a long hold. Your chick is an easy flip. Go bananas. Peel off in the phantom. PJ no pajamas She said that I'm handsome Going bananas Peel off in the phantom PJ no pajamas She said that I'm handsome